more than a few words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg. This is Lorraine Ball, and today we're going to talk about SEO. SEO is a marathon. It is not a sprint. This is an ongoing activity all day, every day, because anytime you let up, anytime you stop paying attention to your SEO, you give your competitors a chance to catch up or pass you. So how do you do that? In today's conversation, we're going to focus on basic blocking and tackling strategies that any business owner can apply to their website. The conversation you're going to hear is actually an excerpt of a much longer presentation on the topic. If at the end of the show you'd like to learn more, be sure to look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get started. Google is an advertising platform. At the end of the day, we think of them as a search engine, but their objective is to sell advertising. And so they're looking for content to share with people that come to Google that is good and valuable that will keep those people coming back and encourage them to continue to use the search engine and eventually maybe even click on an ad. Google is smart. They have developed and refined and refined and refined their systems so you can't really do a lot of the black hat SEO stuff that people could do a few years ago to sort of beat the system. And the truth is you really don't want to because gaming the system may drive traffic in the short term, but it won't drive sales. You're going to start to feel the result of bad copy and bad SEO work. People will come to your site and they will leave. The other thing that's important to know is that beyond just your content, Google is looking at the quality and the construction of your website. It needs to be fast and it needs to be mobile. Your SEO exercises begin with the four R's. Research, relevance, realistic goals, and revenue. So let's start with research. Good research requires that you think like your customer. So if you haven't defined who your customer is, this is going to be really hard to do. You want to think about customers when they're ready to buy. People will use different words when they're in research mode versus when they are in buying mode. They might browse for best this or best that, but when they're looking to buy, they're going to look for that product or service near them. They want to know that they can buy it or acquire it where they are. The other thing that will be very helpful in your research is the Google Keyword Planning Tool. The good news is that the tool itself is free. You don't have to pay to use it. But you do have to have an AdWords account. And you can create an AdWords account and never run an ad. And when you're doing your research, look specifically for alternatives because people use different words to describe the same thing. And so you want to build a good list of alternatives and you want to compare. You want to look among all of those synonyms 
which one has the highest search volume. This will also help you avoid using obscure phrases that have meaning to you, but not to your prospective customers. Beyond just Google search is to look for clues in your content. Look at the kind of pages that people are coming to day in and day out. What are they interested in? Look at your keywords, look at your content, and then begin writing more content, more blog posts, richer information on your pages. Be realistic and pick a battle that you can win. You are not going to win every single search. No matter how much work you do, there's always going to be someone bigger and with more resources. Do you deserve to be number one? Do you really have the best content for that particular word or phrase? And if not, one of the things that you can do is begin adding more content. That's where blogs come in. And good quality, well-written blogs. The second thing you need to look at is who are you competing against? And can you narrow your segment and win the narrow segment? So, for example, you can look at niche topics instead of trying to win web design. Maybe you qualify that and you really go after the phrase WordPress web design or small business web design. Or you can narrow your geography and instead of trying to be a Midwest web designer, dominate Indianapolis. Or if you are actually in a suburban location, dominate the suburban location and see if you can, if there is enough business in that area, really become number one anytime someone in that area comes looking for your product or service. If you want to win search for a series of phrases, you need to use these words, not necessarily on every page all the time, but regularly in page titles and descriptions, in your page URL. This is something I think a lot of people forget. And I see this a lot in blog posts that have not been set up correctly and the page URL includes just a reference number for the blog post rather than the blog title. Always make sure you get relevant keywords into your title. Use the keywords in your content. Do not keyword stuff. It should not say Joe's Veterinary Clinic is the best veterinary clinic in Indianapolis. If you are in Indianapolis and you have a dog or cat and you're looking for a veterinary clinic, our veterinary clinic, no. Not only don't search engines want to read that, but people don't want to read that. The other thing that you can do is if you're writing a long article or a long blog post, get your keywords into your headers. Don't forget to use keywords in image titles and description and the anchor text. Those are the words that you use to link between pages. Relationships and reputation. Online and in the real world, you are judged by the company that you keep. And it is important that you create those good relationships. Relationships are built through links. Internal links on your website, linking from one page to another, help you build domain authority. It helps you 
demonstrate that you have a lot of content on your site in a related topics. You have to have links coming to your website from other sites. Now, in the early days of SEO, this was all you needed. But Google is smart, and now they look at the quality, not the quantity. Are the links coming to your site from good websites or garbage websites? Your reputation is built by association. One of the things that you can do to improve your SEO and really leverage the value of links is doing what's called piggyback posting by putting content on high authority sites. YouTube, PR Web, sites like this get a lot of traffic. When you put a video on YouTube and you link back to your website in the description, you get some of the authority from that site transferred to you. Make sure that you include your keywords in your titles and in your descriptions and then link back to your site so you're associating that keyword on that site connected back to you. Anchor text. This is the phrase that you type and then you create the hyperlink back to your site. You want to avoid what they call these generic anchors. Click here, download now. Instead, you want to think about using different phrases. So a lot of times when I'm creating links to my website, I might say Roundpeg is a digital agency or Roundpeg is a web design company. And then I will make that a hyperlink that leads and connects to my website. The benefit of that is that I have all those different words and phrases that people might be using and searching coming back to my website. And let's stop and end on the bottom line. SEO drives traffic, but it is quality content that converts. It's not enough to win search and be number one. You have to have conversion tools on your website. I hope you've enjoyed this quick overview of SEO. If you'd like to learn more, be sure to go to our blog at roundpeg.biz or look for the link in the show notes to the longer presentation. NTFW is available on iTunes and Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.